My name is Nina Gilligan and this Manchester tart is great for a brew and a gossip, but too much of it will probably give you heartburn. Hi, I'm Naomi Cooper and I've had to switch to champagne because I always spill the tea. Bonded by their shame, British comedians Nina Gilligan and Naomi Cooper invite you to join the Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club, a podcast that serves as a non-judgmental safe space for all the intelligent, accomplished people out there who just can't stop thinking about Erica's earrings, Luann's singing, and Crystal's ugly leather pants. So grab a glass of rosé and own it as we bring the bunny and mention it all. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club podcast. We are so excited to be here. My name is Nina Gilligan. I am Naomi Cooper, and we have so much to chat to you about. First of all, thank you, everybody, who is following us on the socials um, at RH Guilty Secrets. Do give us a follow, get in touch, ask us questions. We're always here. We've got very dull lives. We are always here. We feel like we have to slightly come to church to for for a moment. Um, bless us. We have sinned. We did miss a week. We, we did can miss only a week. put this down to what have been terrible technical issues. Technical issues because we're women. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't. Are we women or sheep? We couldn't. Um, we couldn't work the internet. Um, we we we're having problems with our technical internet provider when it comes to podcasting but we have got our heads around it now and we're fine and we're here we're here for you we never so, went away we never went away we were here just struggling in our respective studios so what will be happening from now on is that we will be here once a week yay yay every week discussing all things bravo verse if anything i think it's strengthened our bond naomi because we've 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 been mi- problem solving like we've been, been very on calm some ter- haven't we terrible corporate adventure yeah kind of bond you get after a really bad gig <laughs> yeah terrible so we we're back oh my goodness a lot has been going on in the bravo verse a lot has been going on so let's cover we'll cover episode two of, of beverly hills and then we'll get into this week's the good yes. stuff yes we've got episode two we've got episode three We've got Miami 1 and 2, and we've got Salt Lake City. So much going on. And, of course, BravoCon. A lot Bravo of Con. That was one um, big hot mess, wasn't can it? Can I just stop you there before we go any further? If I don't forget to tell you later, I had a, a great time tonight. That's really nice. That's really nice. I see what you did there. I see what you did I know, there. I know. I'm bringing us straight in. Dorit and PK. That blew up in his face, didn't it? It it cracked <laughs> all over him like one of his egg sandwiches down the front of his jacket, didn't it? Bless his little heart. First of all, can we discuss Dorit getting robbed with 10 grand in her handbag? What was going on with that? What like, the hell? I, 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 I once had to take out 200 quid to pay a tradesman and uh, you should have seen me carrying my handbag home. With the 200 quid in it. I, I oh, held dear. that bag with more care and love than I've held any baby ever <laughs> in my life. I am totally with you on that. So, also, if you're going to go shopping dressed in head to toe in Chanel, yeah, you're going to make yourself a target. You might as well it. just walk around waving a big red flag if that you says, wanna, Rock me now. If Are we victim make- blaming? completely if if you want to you know blend in i suggest you go shopping like i do like put where i don't know miss mismatched pajamas yes i don't go shopping in pajamas that's a lie but i used to i used to but i I feel like i've turned a corner in my life dress down dress Dress down down. Don't put it in a designer handbag. Or don't have it, ten grand in your handbag. Put it in a put it in a co-op um, plastic bag. If you're gonna put it put it in a doggy poop bag. Put it in oh. a doggy poop bag. Nobody's stealing that. Use your head, Dorit. Use your head. I was wondering, interestingly, whether she'd gone um, brown, whether she's gone brunette. changed her hair brunette. 
to try and blend in a little bit? Or is there I a passion for brunette? So, no. Yeah, I think she maybe. I think it's the opposite. I think she wants to stand out in a sea of Beverly Hills blondes. Oh yeah, quite possibly. I suppose if you are in Beverly Hills, then you, as a brunette, you're something of an exotic animal. Exactly. Like a giraffe. A sexy walking giraffe. through London with ten k in its handbag. With ten k in its handbag, I did feel sorry for her. Obviously, she was she was robbed you know, at gunpoint with the children upstairs in the bedroom. That is a terrible thing to happen to you. But even with that, you know, that, that that wasn't the smartest move, was it? No. And I did read in the old press that she has been, they were bonuses for her staff. Were they? What, the 10K? The 10K. And I was like, you know, Dorit, if you need any more staff... Yeah, I've got I'm available. A spare time. I'll be your handbag guard. <laughs> I know, absolutely that. I wonder if um, PK did do a little bit of a roll of the eyes with this one. I mean, one would hope he did. Because he's getting a little bit tired, isn't he? He is, isn't he? I was very, I liked when he said there were elements of post-traumatic um, stress that he found, quote unquote, obnoxious. I'm really excited to find out what parts of post-traumatic stress he finds obnoxious. Also... Is it the is... bits where she needs a bit of help and attention, PK? A hundred percent. Also, and this is really, you know, this is speculative to the point of paranoia. They have had money issues in the past, haven't they? They have. And you know where people come back off holiday and they've had a camera nicked and they also say... Why don't we put say we have three hundred quid in the suitcase? Mm-hmm. Did was it ten grand? Was it ten, ten yeah. grand? Was it ten grand indeed? Why are so you paying this? Just... Nobody should need ten grand in cash ever, apart from drug barons and maybe the FBI and some kind of sting. Exactly. Although I'm sure, it, yeah, I'm sure it was. Like I'm not like I'm not a police officer, but it w- they would have been able to prove that, wouldn't they? There would have been somebody's seat. I don't know. She would have had to produce receipts. Did yeah, she, calm I mean, down. Calm did she get down a receipt from the bank when she took out 10K in cash? Do they give I you a little know. paper receipt? I think they must do. Calm down with your conspiracy theories, Gilligan. Don't take it that far. So, um, so next yes. up. Was... She, wasn't, she wasn't very happy with this uh, pretty woman thing, was she? And neither should be. Would, would you ever, should she be, would you ever let a man choose your clothes? No, absolutely not. Not in a million years. I ran down to my husband that night, apropos nothing, and just said, would you ever, when was this ever a thing, would you ever choose my clothes? And I was, you know, there in a bean-stained dressing gown. And he was looking at me up and (laughs) down thinking... Everything I own is bean-stained too. (laughs) Yeah. I know, we should make that. Actually, that should be our next business adventure, actually. Being stained, Being stained by my Na- Naomi and Nina. Um, I was like, would you ever choose my clothing for me? Like, that's a criminal offence. When was I that just, ever a thing? I, 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 I see what he was trying to do. And she kind of tried to get with it. She said, uh, I'm going to leave my reality behind for a night. So she And she did. You know, she left her reality of being a pampered uber rich housewife and and she lived out her fantasy of being a pampered uber rich hooker sex which, worker yeah in a red I, dress in a red dress that and was that, the big difference that film like has not aged well is it has no it? it hasn't neither is richard gear god bless him god bless him but it's problematic to the core like this rescue fantasy of every sex worker wanting to be rescued by some old man yeah in in a seedy hotel it's pretty gross now yeah the idea that all women want that when only some of us do and she was not i mean she barely kept it in at that dinner table didn't she oh she yeah there's trouble brewing isn't there there is trouble brewing the one thing i find really fascinating about and i don't know what you think is she talks to him like a child. She does, doesn't she? He's very much her third child. 
And it, why is that? Is it because she's curating this personality that she's never shook? Like she's always perfect. She's always in control. She's always in control of her own image because she used to be a bit more, she used to lose it, didn't she? And yeah, now, I'm, I miss the Dorit that screamed at Rinna about being able to smell her breath. Where'd she go? Absolutely. Where has she gone? She's been kept captive somewhere. And yeah. now we've got this this lovely Dorit that never loses it, that just goes, oh, PK, oh, PK. The PK, thing... please stop eating chips in the kitchen, PK. It's, it's similar to Love Bean, isn't it? Love Bean, Love yeah. Bean. Oh, gosh. Yeah, There's we'll a tension there. There's a definitely a tension. And I'm like, there's only two re- reasons women do that. Either they're trying to, like, you know, look good in front of the neighbours mm. or their husband's got a temper and you're trying to, like, you're walking on eggshells. Is she walking on eggshells with PK? I don't. I think she's in complete control with PK. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah. I, th- I don't think she's scared of PK. I don't. No, I don't. I, don't, I think PK's all right. As, as, as I think he's, I think he's, I think he's got needs though. I do think he's a man child. He is a man child, and I think she's just a bit exhausted by it all. Yeah, know? she's tired. She did she's say knackered. that. She did. She did say she's knackered with him. But I was like, come back, Beverly, bitch. That's what yeah, we want. We miss Beverly, bitch. Come, come on, back, Dari. Beverly, bitch. Tweet us. Come back, Beverly, bitch. She's very calm and she's, you know, this isn't this isn't good television. I don't want to like you. It's not why I've no. turned on, you know? No, we need we need a um we need a we need our spicy to eat back. Well, I'm slightly worried and we'll get into this further, but in, in this week's episode, slightly worried about Erica because Erica was very calm and collected and refusing to take any kind of bait, and that is not I why know. I watch this show. I know. Let's get onto that very shortly. But I do before... not watch this show to watch women have mature, rational conversations <laughs> with each other. <laughs> so I they wanted... need to pull their socks up and start being irrational if I bitches. That, I'd go for a latte after yoga. Yeah. <laughs> what? So what was going on with tattoo gate? So what? She just dobs dobs him into his mum for having a tattoo. Oh, she was spoiling for a fight. Also, That's... she's she didn't care about the mum's opinion anymore, does she? Oh no. That's a bad and you sign. You can tell that you go through there must be like um, an actual graph to do with how mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws intersect. So at the beginning of the relationship, how hard do you work on the mother? Oh, very hard. Oh my god, I remember like making my mother-in-law things like I was crafting I was in the crafting phase that's too far you shouldn't have Do to you work think that's that hard too far? you shouldn't have to work that hard I went through a whole crafting phase I learned to crochet with her oh well doing something together is nice yeah like we had we had like evenings together where we drink apple liqueur this is fantastic. Who is this woman? I want to hang out She's with her. She's amazing. She's from another century, to be fair. Like, I prefer her much more than my own mother. And, like, <laughs> but as time goes on, if you are if you are feeling very passive-aggressive towards your husband, their mother-in-laws are a great way to have they your are. husband, aren't they? They are. But it was very tit for tat, and Carl does that a lot. So basically, the mum said on camera, what's going on with you and Mauricio? This is too much. And she was like, right, he's got tattoos. Boom. <laughs> so, all right. There you go. Take that. Well he's done. You've tattoos. achieved nothing. Yeah, exactly. And it's not exactly a criminal offence, is it? No, how old is Mauricio? Yeah. Like, I think he's Mauricio's allowed tattoos. 56. He's got tattoos, and he once had a cigarette. There you go. You got it. He's a bastard. I can divorce him for that. Well, Mauricio didn't even notice tattoos on his wife and lover. So I think his mother would have gone all of her life without knowing he had an ink. Yeah. It was totally. a very unnecessary outing, I thought. And he, he was annoyed, wasn't he? He was proper annoyed. Love Bean was pissed. We've got Love to stop Bean him from saying Love Bean. Bean. How, well, how, what are we going to do? Love Bean's got to go. It's, it's upsetting me. I don't, I don't like it. Me. No I more don't... Love Bean. It's creepy. It's it a bit like when a woman calls a a, a partner daddy. It's got that vibes for me. 
Yes. it's. You can imagine him saying it's Porsche. That's why I don't like it when he says it's a car. No, stop it. Stop it, Derecio. I, I nearly called him Derecio. That's a strange mismatch. I feel I'm like that. that might be a, a future prediction. You know, I was talking about well, those two together. Next time, that's their portmanteau, Derecio. Yeah. <laughs> they should get together just so just for that just for that a kind of crisp <laughs> it does it does sound crunchy and delicious <laughs> uh what else was happening in that episode we uh we saw crystal's brother jeff the justin bieber of china is um, he though well i i looked jeff up and he has seven thousand this is why i like you i've got a lot of time on my hands it's got 7,000 monthly Spotify listeners, which is impressive. We'd all like that, right? Justin Bieber, it is not. Justin Bieber, what's he got? Seven million? I dread to think. I dread to think. It's more than... And, and also, China, that's a small country. Yeah, it's tiny. Come on. <laughs> 7,000 monthly <laughs> listeners in China is like one apartment. But, block. you know, that's... she's got the best nipples of any woman in the world. So if she wants... <sighs> Jesus Christ. And he's upset that his, his it didn't work out with his fiance. And then we find out that he left her during a pandemic to come back Due to America. To what Crystal said as well. Like, yeah. Crystal, can you imagine her as a mother-in-law? Jesus Christ. Difficult to impress. Very difficult to impress. It was nice to me to see Crystal make it into an episode. But the only reason they made she made it into that episode, this is my theory, is that's it. The series up until this point has not ignited at all, has it? Like no. we've not seen the women together in the same room. So they've looked at the calendar on the wall and went, whose birthday is coming up? Oh, yeah, it's Crystal's. Yeah. Let's get Crystal in an episode so that we can get a reason for them all to get together on a plane to go to Las Vegas and have a birthday party. Nobody yes. in real life is celebrating Crystal's birthday, are they? No, not even Crystal. Crystal herself doesn't care. Betty Crystal has a list, doesn't she, of the approved presents she wants to be sent. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I bet you can't veer off that list. No. That, was it sapphire, crystal necklace or something yeah. they bought She wasn't her? happy, was she? Wasn't for her. That's going back to the show. She was taking that back in her head. She was getting That's being re-gifted. Yeah. That's over. To her ex-sister-in-law in China. Oh, bless her. I know. Poor Jeff's fiance. How? She's lost the Justin I'm... Bieber of China. That's got a sting. <laughs> That's got a sting. Erica is so materialistic when she saw the Red Phantoms, like a kid in a playground. In fairness to her, though, last season she was reduced to driving a brand new Range Rover, which is so heartbreaking. I know. You know? I, fe I felt a pain there. As she said through her tears, look at my life. I, I once had to return a Skoda okay because I couldn't afford the payments on it anymore oh that's heartbreaking <laughs> so you know I know that me and Erica that's have a been through very similar situation yeah similar situations so you know Erica I'm, I'm with your sister so that bit, that pretty much takes us to the new episode it does take us to the episode now I think because we're in a weird situation where we have you know, we're doing a bumper edition mm -hmm. of this, is that we now have the benefit of hindsight. So they were giving us the lead-in, weren't they, they were. to the next episode. And we were meant to believe that it was going to be an episode about Sutton's moral outrage. Yes, which it was until she sobered up a bit. Until it wasn't. Yeah. Because... It turns out Sutton was just having a massive hissy fit. Because she didn't get to go on stage. Because she didn't get to go on stage. And she had brought, as we know, from even the opening of the episode, she had brought her panties. And and dollar bills. And how many dollar bills did she have? You don't do that unless you're going to get your hands dirty, you know. She was so excited. I don't think throughout... Any of the past series of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills have I seen Sutton so excited? I know it was it was genuinely sad, and Carl wasn't going to let her brush it off as anything else. I think it's about the pants a little bit. 
All right. We all know it is, Kyle. Let, <laughs> let her have it. Let her talk about the American Ballet Theatre, God bless her. You know? The accountability that she was held to, I absolutely loved it. Now, so, would you have been outraged if you were watching your friend have her, you know, miming having her cookie eaten on stage? Would you be? No. I mean, I would be outraged if it was during a pantomime yes. and I've been to see Jack and the Beanstalk Yes, and a mother. You didn't pay to see up. Jack's beanstalk, did you? <laughs> no, exactly. But it was everything about context, wasn't it? Yeah, like I mean, it was it was fine. And I was I was wondering, like, have you ever? Because um, I was watching it, thinking, "Come on, now, Sutton, get a grip." Now it's very easy for me to sit back in judgment and say, "Get a grip." And I was trying to think, is there any time that I have acted that spoiled? And I was like, surely not. And then I was like, oh, my God, six weeks ago. Oh, no. What did you do? So we had gone on a holiday to Italy. I think I told you about this last time. We'd been on a holiday to Italy. And when we got to the fine, it was the final night where we had to travel through Milan. Mm -hmm. And up to then, I'd chosen all the hotels. And then I'd let my husband choose the final hotel. And it was was not up to scratch, Naomi. It wasn't up to my standards yeah. of what I was expecting off this holiday that we'd very much look forward to. Why would to. you give him the final night? Give him, give him night three when nothing's really happening, you know. I know, I know. And it was it was like that. It, it, it felt a little bit hostily, I'm going to be honest with you. And I sulked for a good 12 hours. I mean, I I dug in. You're, like you're a, a good child. sulker, are you? I, I didn't think I was, but I couldn't pull myself out of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite a sulker. I can, I can get that way. I get very, very I'm, angry when I lose something and my boyfriend doesn't drop everything to help me find it. It's just like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. It will show up. And I'm like, in what world is that helpful? Get up and mime helping. Yeah. yeah. And I would, and it's not a nice quality, is it? No. I only thought she had two mitigating factors. One was she was right. She did walk out and then everybody followed her. And she was like, listen, I didn't ask you to follow me. Yeah. So don't now accuse me of making a big drama out of it. And that, so I kind of thought, yeah, you're true about that. And what was the second one? She did sort of fall on a sword eventually when they were having the meal where she went, you know what? This was my bad. Yeah, I just she actually owned it quite quickly. I think. Yeah, she did. Because she's always had these little freakouts, hasn't she? But she needed a roller. Yeah. That's what she needed. She needed a little face roller. That's what calms her down. I, yeah, that I, I think she's lived on her own for too long. I've got this feeling that the women who've lived on their own, sorry, women out there that lived on your oh, own. Oh, yeah, and men, and men, and men. You've you've created your own little rituals. I mean, she was so trying to join in on the whole um, sex chat. So <laughs> the bit about um, when they had the the women's card game. Oh yeah, and she said she has she always had sex two times a day. Then she said she had cute little nipples, and it's like oh, and she owns oh. loads of sex toys. And so it's like how's yeah, how does the American Ballet Theatre feel about this, Sutton? I Zip know, it. I know. I know it reminded me of when I was at school and used to have to put up like five fingers. I'm like five fingers. That's all we've got, isn't it? That's you your hand. That's, that's just <laughs> you your hand, to, Nina. You used to have to put up your hand and then they would say a sex act and then you used to have to put down one of your digits to say whether you've done it. Oh, yeah. Because you used to do yeah, that yeah, at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would never, I just didn't know what any of them were. Yeah, you end up putting your finger down at the worst but, one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I just used to I just used to say I'd done all of them. I just don't know what any of them were. And there was no Google back then. So I, I've admitted to some terrible things that I'd never done rather Rusty than Rusty trombone, cool. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dirty bagpipes every Sunday. <laughs> no idea. I love a dirty bagpipe. Oh man. No, poor Crystal. Sutton though, they were so mean. Like they're they're was... mean about like I think that was another thing is that she just got kind of like really quite badly mocked 
about wearing the kitty sweater, about inviting someone to New York on a second yeah, day. Yeah, because they'd already done that intervention, hadn't yeah, they? Yeah, and she didn't need her. an intervention, and that felt a bit mean and ganged up on. And I think she just thought, oh, like, I'm just the non-sexual loser of the group, and it was just all a bit much for her. Yeah, and also the intervention was spearheaded by her mate. Yeah, Garcelle. Garcelle's a little trouble stirrer, though, isn't she? Like, Come on, Garcelle, you, you've... You're her pal. Why are you doing that? Marcel's really good at dropping a grenade and then sitting back and going, oh, no, an explosion. Like, Yeah, nothing to do with me. She knows exactly what she's doing. I... Go on, you talk. Oh, I... <laughs> We're so polite. Um, I love Sutton carrying her ocean spray grapefruit juice. And is this because she thinks she's going to get cystitis? I don't think so. No, that's cranberry juice, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I she's just... just worried she won't get the grapefruit juice she likes. And I kind of kind of respect that. Yeah, I suppose so. But it just adds to a list of needs, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all very... T- oh, my God, Arvi, that poor man. We do need to send him something. I've been worried for about Arvi for a little bit. I was worried about him last episode and my... Um, my worries are only increasing, Naomi. He came in, Harvey's... found her pants, apologised to her and literally ran away. I think it's some kind of, I think he's under some kind of bondage. I'm quite worried about him. Like, what are his terms and conditions, Harvey? I don't know. If you check your terms and conditions, do you have a contract? We need Bethany Frankel to start fighting for his rights, I think. Having his rights, like, she treats him like an absolute dog. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, Harvey. You need, I, I, I dread to think if that's what she's he's doing for her on camera, what he's actually doing off camera. Yeah, Harvey, if you're listening, Dorit tips her staff ten thousand dollars. Yeah, Just you might want to consider moving. Switch housewives, honey. You can do better. Get than away this. immediately. Poor Ave, Ave Maria. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I was very impressed with Erica in this episode. Very calm. Were you impressed? I was actually, because she didn't rise to the occasion. She was like, I'm having a good night. Nothing's going to ruin it. When Sutton apologized, she was like, Thank you. Like, I was like, This is great. I mean, I was impressed. I was bored. I don't. I don't watch this show to, yeah, you know, to be impressed. Yeah, you see, I was, I was wondering, is this another signature move of of psychopathy? It's not going to last long, is it? I bet in the next episode she's going to lose it. Yeah, it. I'm not. I'm not really buying it. I'm kind of like. So if you can control it that easily, why have you not done so in the past? Yeah, totally. She's. She's just the. It's like. Beverly Hills, it's like we're looking at the, if this was the Premiership football, which I don't watch, but I feel like we're in we're in the Premiership League where everyone's really practised their moves. Yeah. And we're watching the top game players. Yeah. Who are not going to be caught out in their silky smooth, you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the tricky. I don't think she does a single thing that's not very calculated and designed. Yeah. And it's like, oh come on, nobody, nobody watches this show to watch you. Yeah, do, do that. Yeah, that's gonna get old very quickly. You're not beyond being, you know, replaced. Yeah, put on the benches, bringing someone else on. Surely you can't think you're bigger than the show. Yeah. So start screaming, start threatening people. Yeah. You know, start threatening Join to sue people. I mean, you know what we want. You know, you. She's a pro at this. She's Ronaldo. Like absolutely, come right. on, Ronaldo, um, and Kyle as well. Kyle, uh, she, I thought Dorito, Dorito, I need, I have got them together in another world. Doromicio, Doromicio. Uh, I thought Dorit put it very well that Kyle's living in the extremes. Yes, and she's hyper, and it's all a bit midlife crisis, isn't it? It's a response, I think, to what's happening at home. Yes, definitely. And even Kyle said herself, like, because Kyle's got a great sense of humour, LA me is pretty annoying. Las Vegas me is pretty annoying. Mm. Yeah. All the working out. I do think that if you're... absolutely everything she eats. Yeah. But still she's super mischievous, which is 
kind of makes up for it. Yeah, I forgot she wasn't drinking. Like, I, I'm not seeing a huge change in her character from not drinking. She's still a troublemaking little madam, you know. Yeah, she's still a minx, that's, isn't she? That's still there. I do think when you, if you, if you're a proper drinker and you suddenly stop, the amount of energy and extra time you have is quite intoxicating. And I think maybe yeah. she's just responding to that. And maybe that's yeah. another reason that she's a bit fed up with Mauricio because she's not getting drunk and she's yeah. seeing everything very clearly and it's not fun anymore, you know? Uh-huh. And she looks fabulous, let's be honest. She does. That Azempic is working for her. I mean, she looks it's, excellent. She looks stunning. Sorry, she... I don't mean Azempic. I mean hormones. Hormones. The hormones are incredible. Mm-hmm. They're not drinking on the hormones. Yeah. Both, both Erica and Kyle. Yeah. So when she came back from doing the workout in the morning, looked incredible. And when she was having whipped cream licked after offering the stage, it looked like it was a film. Yeah, it looked like the, it looked like strip the, the, the women didn't look real, did they? No. Also, when Erica was having her cookie munched, you know, mm-hmm. Padam munched, munched. Munched. That's, the That's how we're gonna term. put it. She was having a cookie munched. I did. I didn't like it. I didn't like Not it. Be- I didn't like the facial I expressions. I didn't like the facial expressions. I didn't like the choreography. No, I wasn't a fan. It didn't feel like a normal woman going on stage, being giggly. No, it felt like I'm Madonna now. And the women's responses to it all was, it was all a bit feral, wasn't it? I, t- I tell you what, I'm at home, I'm down at my dad's this weekend because uh, he just turned 85. Oh, and, happy birthday, um, Naomi's dad. Thanks. And uh, he he walked in the room while I was watching no. the episode, which was almost like he'd walked in on sex or something. It was very uncomfortable. And he looked at them all screaming at the Magic Mike dan- dancers and he said, good God, they're demented which I thought sums it up quite nicely, really. Like, it's it's not an attractive side of the menopausal woman, is it? Screaming at young men. Yeah, and I have to say, so I don't know if there's something missing because I have never found... I have never found the sight of the male body just undressed. That, that, that hasn't really done it for me. No. Like... I can I can appreciate the the male form. Yeah. But I think like a lot of women it's more in your head. Yeah. I think women go for you know the the thought of it and they, there's got to be there's they make other connections which is why women aren't always just turned on by pornography let's say. Yeah. So the idea of men just stripping doesn't do it for it's me. It's the moves as well. The moves are way too sexualized. Now, if, if you put one of those exact same men on the couch naked, like drinking a can and scratching their belly, that's much more erotic. It's yeah. the thrusting and the, you know, oh. Oh, no. It's it's vile. I, I can't get my head around it at all. Like... If you did that in front of me, I'd just, I'd, I'd laugh. I mean, I, or... I promise never to do that in front of you. If that helps. <laughs> please, if that's comforting, do that. that will never please happen. Please don't do that. I just, it, I just find it so cringeworthy. And there's something about the hysteria of women all together just screaming at that. that yeah. It's like, it's, it doesn't... would I get carried along if I was put in that situation? Maybe I would. Maybe judging too harshly. I think the problem is if if you don't if you don't screech along, then you look like you're a prude. Yeah, that's true. You look like you you you're not you don't enjoy sex if you don't enjoy that. (laughs) Someone grinding in your face. I just you know. If anything, I'd be worried about the. I'd be like, have you had a bath? Well, they must be sweaty, and that's a smell of sweat that travels. That travels. I'd be like, don't we, quote uh, me in that. In Leeds, the glamorous Leeds, we have a gig where we have to share a dressing room, a backstage area with some of these kind of strippery type men. I don't know what they call them. That kind of yeah. act. And they, I, I just, I, they, there's an odour. There's, there's, there's an odour. There's a musk. There's a musk. Yeah. And I just, they're slippery. They're like bars of soap. I think, we, I think we've gone down a weird avenue here. <laughs> yeah. 
I think we've analysed this too deeply. <laughs> I think I've needed, you know, that way they're you needed to get something off smelly and slippery, yeah. I can tell this has been bur burdening you for a while. Yeah, can you please take me off this topic? Okay, we'll take you off this topic. Let's, let's go to Garcelle not trusting them when it comes to her family. Is, is she right? Is she overreacting? What do you think? I feel like, as a mother, very protective over my family. I can understand that. So I kind of get it. Yeah, like they're not there to be gossiped about. Particularly no. when you told one of them to F off to his face as a teenager. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be like, leave, leave the kids alone. But at the same time, you have signed up to a reality show and this is clearly going to be your dull, yeah. dull storyline this year. So suck it up. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup, as Dorit said. I love yeah, that. That was uncomfortable, wasn't it? <laughs> I know. I love it when Dorit does a little, like, because you can tell she's going, oh, this will come over as sassy. Yeah. You can <laughs> tell she's going, wait till I hit them with the buttercup line. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know with Garcelle. Oliver's hot, though, isn't he? He he works at Sir in Las Vegas. Yeah, he works at and Vanderpump. The Vegas, whichever word. He ended up in a storyline. He did. He, he kissed uh, Raquel. Raquel and Lala was not happy and that set off a whole episode of them. Lala, well, Raquel felt bullied, didn't she? She did, By yeah. Katie and Lala. And it turned out she was dastardly. <laughs> and it they made fun of her bedside lamp. Oh, yeah, galaxy lights. They made fun of her galaxy lights in a whole of... And if you've not entered that that particular bit of the Bravo verse, it's it's in the far corner. It's down a it's down a black hole. Get get You're into it. It's, it. it's worth it just for Scandable. It's you yeah, know, this absolutely. Is, it's the toppling of a narcissist, and that is um, such a delight. Where did we feel like we were by the end of this second episode? Because it sort of finished with, we had the very awkward meal where it turns out that despite Sutton's incredible demands on other people, she has no regard for how she eats a fish bowl. Oh my God, what was that? That was, that was far more upsetting than the guy chomping on Erica's cookie. It was, wasn't yeah. it? I was offended. I was really distressed by that. And it's also like... If you can't, if you can't manage it, stop trying. She just kept yes. going. She just kept going. Everyone's face was I, amazing. I don't like people making noises when they eat. I think it's the least you can ask for as a society is that people try and eat quietly. You know? But my husband makes a bit of a noise sometimes when he eats because he's got a deviated septum. Aww. So he makes a little bit of a... Jesus and Christ. That... <laughs> Divorce. <laughs> That gets on my nerves. And I have to say to myself, Nina, it's, it's you know, it's medical. Stop it. Doesn't stop it Just from don't being say anything. very unpalatable, though, does it? Don't say anything. You can't help it. It's got a deviated septum. Leave him alone. No. But there's nothing wrong with her septum that she wouldn't have had fixed. I just don't understand why she's rude. Bite into the fishbowl. Also, fishbowl. These women have millions of dollars. Don't eat fishbowls. I know, with all the money in the world. And she could have a deviated septum fixed. I thought that was a great put down from Crystal about Dorit. You've not seen a genuine <gasps> body part for 10 years. That is one of the most bitchy confessional moments in a very long time. And I did not oh, see it coming from Crystal. What's got into Crystal with a perfect nipples and a perfect put-downs? Also, who needs perfect nipples? Like, what a waste of... If you're going to have a perfect body part, why have perfect nipples? I know. If I had perfect nipples, I'd have cut-out tops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> peekaboo, it's my perfect nipples. <laughs> I'd have jumper peekaboos. So, um, yeah, it seemed a waste. But she's just trying to get more sassy and not be offended. Also, she wasn't offended in the car, was she? No, she was... Um, she was She was like, come on, Sutton, 
we're not offended, so why should you be? And our husbands wouldn't be offended. And yeah, Have you been on a how not to be offended course? You could see Erica really warming to her, can't you? Yeah, you were you were offended by the raise of an eyebrow last season. Yeah, or thing, things that were said that you don't remember. Yeah. Like, very, yeah. Again, another 180 from Crystal. She's one it's to like, keep an eye on, Crystal. She's one to keep an eye on. She's a bit unreliable. She's not very consistent. Absolutely. She's an unreliable narrator. Yeah. I feel like we've sat in a circle and everybody's changed places. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm feeling is going on. It's but all... I'm, I'm, it's all a bit strange. It's all I'm doesn't sort of quite glad feel see... right yet this season. It hasn't quite clicked into place. It's it? not settled, Naomi. It isn't settled, but it is kicking off. Thank goodness. I think next episode next episode, three. I think we're going to see Erica get annoyed and and Crystal get offended, and we'll be like, "Aha! Now we're now we're sucking Diesel." You know. Now we're sucking Diesel. What a great way to finish that roundup. Sucking Diesel. So Miami. Let's talk about Miami. Oh, Miami. Let's quickly do Miami. Larsa dating Michael Jordan's son. This is weird. I know. You don't you feel strongly about this, I can tell. tell don't date someone that you knew as a baby. Yeah, true. I just I just and also That's... I think I'm I'm a bit protective of Scotty Pippen as well because he was always sort of in the shadow of Michael Jordan. He's an amazing ball player, but he was never Michael Jordan. And now his wife of 20 odd years is dating Michael Jordan's son. Like it's it's a killer move from Larsa if she's annoyed at Scotty. But oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean it's it's all it's it's sinisterly killer though, isn't it? I just I don't. I mean, what what's your feeling on age gaps? How how young would you go if you were single? Oh my goodness. I I do have feelings on age gaps. Now I'm very much a live and let live person. You do you. But age caps do bother me a little bit. I want somebody, here's my line. If you were with Rick Astley the first time, not in his reincarnation. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I don't I don't want you to be going through the retro phase. Yeah. I feel that, I feel weird. the same way about 9-11. I'm not dating someone who... 9-11? Yeah, 9-11 <laughs> and Rick Astley together at last as conversation points. But no, if you if you weren't online as a human being when nine eleven happened, then I I shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't be dating you. No, no, no. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's, I once, oh gosh, I should never have done this. There was like I shouldn't have done it. I once got involved in a couple's relationship. Don't send me hate tweets. It was a very much older woman and a very much younger man. We're talking three decades difference. Wow. Okay. Well done, Mama. Yeah, she was the older one, and I was, I was like, Tim, are you sure? I felt like he was, what he was doing was, I think there's a little known phenomenon of younger men dating, not dating, practicing their moves. Yes, their magic might moves. Getting a bit of mileage under the hood. Yes. Yeah. But then they don't. They don't come out about it. They don't talk about it. They don't introduce them to the family and promise to make an honest woman of them. I think essentially that's what was happening there. Yeah, I think I'd agree And with I that. think, you know, because I was quite shocked when I realised there was men practising on older women. And I only found out about it through my partners as I've gone on. They've all got one. Really? They've all got a secret. Everyone I've ever been out with seems to have a secret older woman. Okay, this is very comforting for me as I age to know yes. that this is going on. Yes, and ask your partners, everyone, if there's a secret older woman that you don't know about. I don't mean now, currently. No, in, the, in, the, in their past. In their past. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm, I mean, I'm going mm. to ask my boyfriend. I don't want to know the answer, but <laughs> I've got to ask now. Um, have you ever given someone a nine-minute apology? Uh. I probably should have given someone a nine-minute apology. Yes. But I never have. That was awkward, wasn't it? It was very awkward and Alexia was pissed. I know. That's what I couldn't get my head around. Not only did he give a nine-minute apology, nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Nobody nobody enjoyed that. What was he trying to prove? It was very strange. Who was he trying to prove it to? Very strange. Alexia and uh, is it Todd? 
I don't know. He's yes. very dull. But uh, it looks like there's a bit of trouble there, doesn't it? It does look like there's a little bit of trouble there. Can we talk about Adriana? She's my favourite. Is she? God, I find her so annoying. I love her. I feel like I like her. I love that's... her. <laughs> I love her. She can't hit. She, she's, she's like... not going to sleep with you, Nina. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Why not, Adriana? I'm here if you need me. Um, she, she's got this, I don't know, she's very articulate for a woman whose English isn't her first language. Yes. I think she's very cultured. She's very articulate. She's basically the woman I'd like to be. She she has she has a lot going on in her head, and she doesn't care. She doesn't care. I think they overly made her the baddie last season. I did think her letter to Marisol's liver was inspired. It's funny. That was insanely good. She's funny. Marisol. Marisol's my favourite. Marisol is, is the oh, woman I'd like to be. Marisol is like an aged <laughs> Lady Gaga if Lady Gaga had never been burdened with musical talent, you know? like I know. It's who Gaga might have become without any skill or ability. Um, and she's got one line. She's just like, would you like a cocky? Yeah. I'd love a cocky with you, Marisol. I would love a cocky with you, Marisol. Uh, I think that, but, that you and I should make that our life's ambition. Like, have cockies we, with got, Marisol. Cockies with Marisol is what I want to do. But Alexia, doesn't Alexia... I love Alexia's son. Um, Frankie. Frankie is absolutely adorable. He is. Which does... He's like, she's like my... That's like my empathy key with her. It's like, you're obviously a great mother. Yes. And you've been through boring. something nobody should. Oh, but she's also very dull. She she also goes from 0 to 60. Like, if someone has the slightest criticism of her, she it yeah. will take down their marriage, everything. <laughs> She's very thin-skinned, isn't she? And revenge is her modus operandi. So who else have we got which on that I, series? Which I oh, guess, Julia. Yeah, Julia. Now, Julia, I would like to be friends with someone who bought me free-range eggs every time I saw yeah. her. Like, that's a cool thing to show up at someone's house with, I think. I do think she's quite high-maintenance, though. I feel, like, I feel like I'm too much like Julia. So I look at Julia and I look at her poor, suffering Martina. Oh, bless and, Martina, yeah. That's, looks, that's a lot looks, of work, isn't it? He, she looks as tired as my husband looks, <laughs> and you know what goes into that. So yeah, yeah, you should have. I can see, I can see it. I can see Martina going. She wants a goat. Give her a goat. She wants a baby. She wants a baby. <laughs> Give her a baby. Give her a baby. <laughs> Whatever she wants to keep her happy, just let her have it. I want to know what Adriana has on Julia. Because Julia is so blindly defensive of Adriana, that can't be just friendship. She must have; she's got yeah. some dirt on her or something. I think you're right. I think there's more to be found out there. Something's going on there. This that, that Miami is definitely hotting up, and we need to talk more about it as that as that unfolds. Yeah, we will. I'm very excited. Is it too soon to talk about? because I'm aware that we're getting a lot into this episode. Is it too soon to talk about Salt Lake? Go for it. What did you, like, we had a little chat off mic about Salt Lake. What did you make of Salt Lake? So I've, I've just, you just started it. watching it, yeah. Absolutely obsessed. Tell me um, all your thoughts. Love Heather. All the time yes. in the world for Heather. Um, mm-hmm. Who else do we have? They're they're all a bit Meredith, Lisa. They're 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 nuts, aren't they? Like they're they're kind of like mini winners. Is my... They're absolutely nuts. What I really loved about it, and I, is that we've got this extra layer of the Mormonism. Yes. So there's a lot of shame. <laughs> yeah, there's that is the and shame in absolute sprinkle buckets. some shame on top of Beverly Hills, and you get Salt Lake City. Catholic, so I felt like I was brought up with a fair amount of guilt, but they've got it on absolute steroids. Yes, they really, really have. God bless them. I'd, and I was, I'm fascinated by because you do get to learn a little bit about Mormonism as you go, don't yeah. you? So it's like Mormonism light in terms of, you know, yeah. you don't get any deep teachings. Yeah, you don't get any deep teachings, but you do pick up a little bit as you go. And Oh my God! Heavenly Father having to get into the top tier, these top tiers of heaven. There's all this very interesting stuff, and 
for someone like Heather, who's come away from it completely, and she's now wrote a book called Bad Moment, it's a bad moment, and she's been totally excommunicated. I mean, that's a very strong and difficult thing to do. I've got a lot of admiration for that. Yeah, I think, and I think that's. Uh, oh my God, Mary, obsessed. Can we talk about Mary Soul, not Mary, not Mary Soul, Mary. Mary, I'm obsessed with Mary. Now she's not a Mormon, is she? No, I don't. Is think she so. something like evangelical Christian, and she's she's got a church of her own? I don't know. Something's going on, but she is but a delight. She's an absolute hoot. Value for money for a housewife. She is a treat. She reminds me of the wicked uh, witch out of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I just go like, away, little girl. She goes on the trips and then just stays in the Sprinter van. It's amazing. Yeah, and gets McDonald's. She, yeah, because I think Bravo have realised that Mary's just presence is enough. Yeah. She just she, refuses she, to join in, which I kind of love. And then they're like, you can't not join in. And she's like, yeah, I can. Yeah, like, I oh. can. My, my just being here is enough. Now, if you never come across Mary, Mary married her um, grandfather, didn't she? It was her grandmother's husband. Yeah, like she's kept this straight. Like this was not an incestuous relationship. A small but, but important distinction. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's still quite disturbing. Yeah, still because going back to the last conversation, they, he had known her since she was a little girl. Yeah, like this is. So she was she was actually given in a will, wasn't she? I mean, some people give money and bits of furniture, but her grandmother decided to leave her. That's very. I mean, you don't like it when women call men daddy. This is a whole new This level. is a whole other world. Um, and I can only imagine, coming from Mary's point of view, the abuse that she, she had to put up with when that came out on the show because she dropped a season, you know, so she wasn't in the last. Ah. And I think part of it, I'm guessing, was when it all came out and she got got a lot of yeah. kickback As you would. for it. As you would, because some people saw it her as being opportunistic. Because with the church came all the the all the world of goods, so it's one of those kind of churches. I think you might have to pay a bit of a tithe if you're part of the church. So Mary Soul, she ain't skint. Not Mary Soul. Sorry, Mary. check me, Mary. She is not skint. Yeah. So she's always dripping in designer yeah. clothing, isn't she? I, I I like her immediately. I have she she's basically us watching it. It's like if we planted one of us in the actual yeah. That's show. so true. That's yeah. so true. She's like the outsider, isn't she? She's very interesting. Uh, but that is now we're at the point, aren't we, where Lisa's son he's going off. Lisa was very surprised because it turns out because Lisa's such a control fake that everybody knew before she did that her son's going on a mission. Yeah. She's not happy. She is not happy. Lisa's very spoiled. I think the first episode in this season saw her lose a... Oh, the $60,000 ring. Yeah, that she never mentioned once, did she? Never mentioned it. Really really took that loss like a trooper. She did. And who's the new character that has problems with a mother? Monica? Um, Monica, that's it, thanks. So Monica's very interesting because, like, why did they got her in the show? Because she doesn't have actual independent wealth, but she does play a very interesting role in calling everybody else out for theirs. That's what I think her job is. Her job is to go, can you stop going on about your $60,000 ring? You absolute monster. Yeah, yeah. And she's got a fascinating relationship with her own mother, hasn't she? She really has. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack That's quite explosive which makes you feel really sad. And it's a little bit like my relationship with my own mother, where my mother also left when I was 12. So when I watch it, I get quite uptight about it. And yeah. I kind of feel like I'm, I can, I can recognize those complicated dynamics. So I'm quite rooting for her. Yeah. That's nice. So I quite, I quite liked that storyline. It's a really hard one for women who I think who've had very good relationships with their mothers sometimes to understand yeah. that not all women have good relationships with their own mothers. So I think it's quite a nice storyline if you have ever been in that situation to kind of follow. Yeah. And I, I so, look forward to her doing something appalling that will suddenly make you lose all empathy 
and hate her. Yeah. Because th- yeah, 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 we know yeah, that's yeah. coming. Every time we're like, oh, she kind of like, oh, no, she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also she's like, she's totally unfiltered, isn't she? Yeah. She came on the series saying, I've had an affair. I've done bad things. There is nothing in my closet. Yeah. I think she knew that that was going to be used against her. So she was like, I'm just going to fire it out there. Yeah, I'm just going to clear and it all out. Here is me. dropped as a bomb on me, which I respect. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, totally. I respect that as well. So yeah, so I, I'm I'm loving a bit of Salt Lake. I'm I'm so I'm so happy you're into Salt oh, Lake. Oh, like I just you know I could know another language if I didn't have all this shit clanging around in my head. And I know me too. Now that I've discovered Salt Lake, that's like that's a lot of that's like the nail in the coffin of me ever bettering myself as a person. You know, I know. I've just lost. So I've just I'm- lost another day a week. <laughs> yeah, me too. So outside all of the catch ups, we've got um bet betting on blonde, that's happening. Yes, excited for that. That's gonna be fun. So that's about Erica and her being on tour. I think she's totally sold her soul and said she'll talk all about the Tom scandal. I think she's had to, yeah. She needs the money. She, yeah, she can't absolutely. be driving rain, brand new Range Rovers for the rest of her life. And then we've got Bravo Con. What was happening with that? Well, Sandoval got booed, didn't he? Which was all yeah. was all rather satisfying. Pantomime Sandoval. Um, looking forward to the return of Vanderpump Rules. I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a spicy one. Do you think we should ask our listeners if they want to, us to cover any of that? Yeah, but you can follow us on on all the socials at RH Guilty Secrets and tell us what you would like us to cover. I know Darren asked if we were going to cover Salt Lake. Well, there you go, Darren. We are. Um, we are just for Hello, you Darren. just for you Darren I was gonna you know learn how to draw or something but now I'm going to do Salt Lake instead um was there any other listeners that we had didn't we have um someone from Carlisle wanted us to give them a shout out Cass wants us to give a shout out because she was born in Carlisle hello Cass from Carlisle so every time we mention Carlisle on this show we will say hi Cass Yes. Um, I don't know how much we'll have to mention Carlisle. Hi, Cass. We also had uh, another person said to us that the, because we were we were giving Lisa and Ken a lot of love last week, and someone said to us, well, the best husband and wife team is clearly Lisa and Harry. Oh. Now. Interesting. We didn't even put them in the mix, did Something we? happened to me when I learned that he had long nails. Uh, something is that because he goes he does the guitar yeah something in me switched off i put up with the blueberry pies and the bolognese and the fucking constant reference of madness i just feel like he needs a round of applause for everything he does i had exactly the same conversation with my husband this morning so i shouted down and i said oh you're making coffee but coffee is a performance with men isn't it Mm -hmm. they can't just throw it in no, it's got to have exactly the right beans. They've got to be ground to exactly the right consistency. The milk's got to be at the right temperature. I'm not going to lie to you, Nina. It sounds like you're living in an absolute paradise and you're looking a bit worse <laughs> in the mouth because I would kill for that. <laughs> but honestly, it's like I was asking him this morning, I was like, why is it such a scientific experiment? He was like, if a man knows how to do something, he can't go back then he's always got to do it to the right specification. Now, that's not true of all men. <laughs> I'll tell you that. In my, no. in my experience, I've learned that. You've got a, I think but you've got I've a met, good one there. I don't know. I've met men over the last few weeks who, um, lovely shout out to, so my friend Rachel Fairburn, she's got a partner in E-Hole, so enjoys a good coffee. He made a lovely coffee while I was there. And I'm, I'm, I seem to be surrounded by men that have to do it to... Um, some kind of championship level. Well, I'm dating the and new I think, guy. Because, I think he's a bit like that. Yeah, it's instant in our house. So, Well, because he's obviously got other things going on, Naomi. Yeah, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Points lost. But um, I love him, really. So, no, it's still, it's still um, Lisa and Ken. It's still Lisa and Ken. It's always Lisa and Ken. I think, until, I think we should have one. Until Harry Hamlin starts wearing matching outfits with a little dog that he won't put down. Or if there could be a big dog that carries Harry Hamlin around in <gasps> matching outfits. Oh. Sorry. That's... I've, I've lost... I've, I've just gone into that world. 
and I'm not sure how That's to the leave. thought that's going to keep me warm for the rest of the day. I have got roller skates. I'm going roller skating today. What? I know. How old are you? Some would say midlife crisis, but I'm in a late life crisis. What, walk my, me through it. Yeah, so my friend, who's also my age, we'd gone to buy her lovely son roller skates and... Um, she was like, do you want some? And I was like, I don't know. I broke a leg a couple of years ago. And she grabbed me by the shoulders and went, we're 50. We have to take risks. She sounds terrifying. She is, she is terrifying. I love her. She is She's a terrifying. hop, skip and a jump away from robbing a bank, isn't she? I know. So that's where I'm going now. Good, I cannot for wait you. for the next. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait for the next episodes coming up this week and it's so great at the moment because we've got all these episodes in the bravo verse of the real housewives i just clapped that's going to annoy our sound editor and we have got we've got below deck we've got all kinds of stuff going on at the moment so it's, like much. Some, it's like a treat every day yeah christmas is truly coming and santa yeah. is andy cohen so that has been Real Housewives, Guilty Secret, Fan Club. Is there anything else you want to add, Naomi Just follow us on the socials at RH Guilty Secrets. Ask us any questions you have. Get involved in the chat. And, um, yeah, this is your safe space. Yes, safe to bitch. And I'll see you, uh, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Nina Gilligan and Naomi Cooper, edited and produced by Frog and Bucket, with the music Spoilt Brat by Ruth.